You're listening to The Ancient Tradition. A Wonk Media Production. Music provided by Joseph McDade. Here's your host, Dr. Jack Logan. Welcome to The Ancient Tradition. I'm your host, Jack Logan. In this podcast, Audio Writ, you'll find recordings of ancient and modern writings that are directly relevant to the ancient tradition, which refers to the first religious tradition imparted to human beings in the beginning. On this platform, you'll find an entire podcast dedicated to trying to reconstruct that first religious tradition from all of the evidence that we can find in the historical record. If you haven't given it a listen, just search for the Ancient Tradition podcast or visit our website, theancienttradition.com. Today's recording is the ancient Babylonian Epic of Ansu, which dates to the first millennium BC. The central figure in this epic is Ansu, a mythical creature who is depicted as a giant bird or lion-headed eagle. The story centers around the theft of the Tablet of Destinies, a powerful and sacred artifact that grants the holder control over the universe. Ansu, motivated by a desire for greater power, steals the tablet from the god Enlil, the chief god of the Sumerian pantheon. Ansu's usurpation of power creates a crisis amongst the gods. The high god, Anu, addresses the council of the gods, his sons, seeking a son who is willing to battle Ansu and retrieve the Tablet of Destinies. Anu's sons, Adad, Gera, and Shara, refuse. Anu and the council of the gods begin to despair. In a last-ditch effort, the god Ea makes an appeal to Mammy, Belit Ilil, the mother of the gods, to see if she can't persuade one of her sons to battle Ansu. The favorite, the beloved of Mammy, the god Ninurta, accepts her plea. After making his preparations for battle, Ninurta embarks on a quest to retrieve the stolen Tablet of Destinies and restore order to their divine realm. The narrative unfolds as Ninurta confronts Ansu in a fierce battle, which showcases his prowess as a warrior and his selfless determination to restore the power of the heavens to his father Enlil. Upon his victory, Ninurta is called by many new names. This recording of the Epic of Ansu comes from Stephanie Daly's English translation, published by Oxford University Press. You may notice that some sections of the text are a bit incoherent. This is due to damage sustained by the cuneiform tablets. The Epic of Ansu, Tablet 1. I sing of the superb son of the king of populated lands, beloved of Mammy, the powerful god Enlil's son. I praise superb Ninurta, beloved of Mammy, the powerful god Enlil's son. Ikur's child, leader of the Anunnaki, focus of Eninu, who waters cattle pens, irrigated gardens, ponds in country and town. Flood wave of battles who darkens the sash, warrior. The fiercest Galu demons, though tireless, fear his attack. Listen to the praise of the powerful one's strength, 
who subdued, who bound the mountain of stones in his fury, who conquered soaring Ansu with his weapon, who slew the bullman inside the sea, strong warrior who slays with his weapon, powerful one who was quick to form a battle array. Until now, no dais had been created for the Igigi. The Igigi would assemble for their Enlil power. Rivers were formed, the Tigris, the Euphrates, but springs had not yet sent their water to the land. Seas, clouds were still far away in the horizon. All the Igigi gathered to Enlil, their father, warrior of the gods, they, his sons, brought a report. Pay attention to reliable words. Oh, hey, hey, a wooded mountain of, in the lap of the Anunnaki, has given birth to Ansu. His beak is a saw, which eleven coats of mail, the mountains at his shout, the south wind, the powerful wind, the mass, whirlwinds, they met and the four winds. Father of the gods, Duranki's god, looked at him, but kept his thoughts to himself. He studied Ansu closely. He considered with, who gave birth to. Why is this? Ea gathered his heart searching. The far-sighted one addressed his words to Enlil. Surely water of the spate begot Ansu. Holy water of the gods of Apsu. Broad earth conceived him, and he was born from mountain rocks. You have looked at Ansu himself. Let him serve you and never cease. In the hall, let him bar the way to the innermost chamber forever. And then there's a gap of two or three lines. The word spoken to him, he and Lil took a cult center and administered the orders of all the gods. He made an extra fate, and Ansu administered it. Enlil appointed to him the entrance of the chamber which he had perfected. He would bathe in holy water in his presence. His eyes would gaze at the trappings of Enlil power, his lordly crown, his robe of divinity, the tablet of destinies in his hands. Ansu gazed, and gazed at Duranki's god, father of the gods, and fixed his purpose to usurp the Enlil power. Ansu often gazed at Duranki's god, father of the gods, and fixed his purpose to usurp the Enlil power. I shall take the god's tablet of destinies for myself and control the orders for all the gods. I shall possess the throne and be master of rights. I shall direct every one of the Igigi. He plotted opposition in his heart. And at the chamber's entrance from which he often gazed, he waited for the start of day. While Enlil was bathing in the holy water, stripped and with his crown laid down on the throne, he gained the tablet of destinies for himself, took away the Enlil power. Rites were abandoned. Ansu flew off and went into hiding. Radiance faded. Silence reigned. Father Enlil, their counselor, was dumbstruck, for he had stripped the chamber of its radiance. The gods of the land searched high and low for a solution. 
Anu made his voice heard and spoke, addressed the gods, his sons. Which god slays Ansu will make our name great in all populated lands? They called the canal controller, Anu's son. The decision maker spoke to him. They called Adad, the canal controller, Anu's son. The decision maker spoke to him. Powerful Adad, ferocious Adad, your attack cannot be deflected. Strike Ansu with lightning, your weapon. Your name shall be great in the great gods' assembly. You shall have no rival among the gods, your brothers. Then surely shall shrines be created. Establish your cult centers all over the four quarters. Your cult centers shall enter Ikor. Show prowess to the gods, and your name shall be powerful. Adad answered the speech, addressed his words to Anu, his father. Father, who could rush off to the inaccessible mountain? Which of the gods your sons will be Ansu's conqueror? For he has gained the tablet of destinies for himself, has taken away the Enlil power. Rights are abandoned. Ansu flew off and went into hiding. His utterance has replaced that of Duranki's god. He has only to command, and whoever he curses turns to clay. At his utterance, the gods must now tremble. He turned away, saying he would not make the expedition. They called Gera, Anunita's son. The decision-maker spoke to him. Powerful Gera, ferocious Gera, your attack cannot be deflected. Burn Ansu with fire, your weapon. Your name shall be great in the great gods' assembly. You shall have no rival among the gods, your brothers. Then surely shall shrines be created. Establish your cult centers all over the four quarters. Your cult centers shall enter Ikor. Show prowess to the gods, and your name shall be powerful. Gera answered the speech, answered his words to Anu, his father. Father, who could rush off to the inaccessible mountain? Which of the gods your sons shall be Ansu's conqueror? For he has gained the tablet of destinies for himself, has taken away the Enlil power. Rights are abandoned. Ansu flew off and went into hiding. His utterance has replaced that of Duranki's god. He has only to command, and whoever he curses turns to clay. At his utterance, the gods must now tremble. He turned away, saying he would not make the expedition. They called Shara, Ishtar's son. He, Anu, proposed a solution, spoke to him. Powerful Shara, ferocious Shara, your attack cannot be deflected. Strike Ansu with your weapon. Your name shall be great in the great gods' assembly. You shall have no rival among the gods, your brothers. Then surely shall shrines be created. Establish your cult centers all over the four quarters. Your cult centers shall enter Ikor. Show prowess to the gods, and your name shall be powerful. Shara answered the speech, addressed his words to Anu, his father. Father, who could rush off to the inaccessible mountain? Which of the gods your sons will be Ansu's conqueror? For he has gained the tablet of destinies for himself, has taken away the Enlil power. Rights are abandoned. 
Ansu flew off and went into hiding. His utterance has replaced that of Duranki's god. He has only to command, and whoever he curses turns to clay. At his utterance, the gods must now tremble. He turned away, saying he would not make the expedition. The gods fell silent and despaired of advice. The Igigi grew despondent where they sat, troubled. The Lord of Intelligence, wise one who dwells in the Apsu, formed an idea in the depths of his being. Ea formed intelligence in his heart. He told Anu what he was thinking in his inmost being. Let me give orders and search among the gods and pick from the assembly Ansu's conqueror. I myself shall search among the gods and pick from the assembly Ansu's conqueror. The Igigi listened to this speech of his. The Igigi were freed from anxiety and kissed his feet. The far-sighted one made his voice heard and spoke, addressed his words to Anu and Dagon. Have them call for me Belit Elil, sister of the gods, wise counselor of the gods, her brothers. Have them announce her supremacy in the assembly. Have the gods honor her in their assembly. I shall then tell her the idea which is in my heart. They called Belit Elil, sister of the gods, to him. Wise counselor of the gods, her brothers. They announced her supremacy in the assembly. The gods honored her in their assembly. Then Ea told the idea in the depths of his inmost being. Previously, we used to call you Mammy. But now your name shall be Mistress of All Gods. Offer the Powerful One, your superb Beloved, Broad of Chest, who forms the battle array. Give Ninurta, your superb Beloved, Broad of Chest, who forms the battle array. Then shall his name be Lord to the Great God's Assembly. Let him show prowess to the gods that his name may be Powerful. Let his name be made great in all populated lands, his cult center, Lord. Mammy listened to this speech of his, and Belit Elil the Supreme uttered, Yes. The gods of the land were glad to hear her utterance. The Agigi were freed from anxiety and kissed her feet. She called her son into the gods' assembly and instructed her favorite, saying to him, In the presence of Anu and Dagon, they pronounced the course of their rites in the assembly. I gave birth to all the Agigi. I created every single one of the Anunnaki. I created the gods' assembly. I, Mammy, assigned the Enlil power to my brother, designated the kingship of heaven for Anu. Ansu has disrupted the kingship that I designated. He has obtained for himself the Tablet of Destinies. He has robbed Enlil. He rejected your father, stole the rights, and turned them to his own use. Tablet 2 Make a path. Fix the hour. Let light dawn for the gods whom I created. Muster your devastating battle force. Make your evil winds flash as they march over him. Capture soaring Ansu and inundate the earth which I created. Wreck his dwelling. Let terror thunder above him. Let fear of your battle force shake in him.
Make the devastating whirlwind rise up against him. Set your arrow in the bow, coat it with poison. Your form must keep changing like a Galu demon. Send out a fog so that he cannot recognize your features. May your rays proceed above him, make a high attacking leap, have glare more powerful than Shamash generates. May broad daylight turn to darkness for him. Seize him by the throat, conquer Ansu, and let the winds bring his feathers as good news. To Ikor, to your father Enlil's house, rush and inundate the mountain pastures, and slit the throat of wicked Ansu. Then shall kingship enter Ikor again. Then shall rites return for the father who begot you. Then surely shall shrines be created. Establish your cult centers all over the four quarters. Your cult centers shall enter Ikor. Show prowess to the gods, and your name shall be powerful. The warrior listened to his mother's words. He hunched in trepidation and went into hiding. The Lord marshaled the seven of battle. The warrior marshaled the seven evil winds, who dance in the dust, the seven whirlwinds. He mustered a battle array, made war for a terrifying formation. Even the gales were silent at his side, poised for conflict. On the mountainside, Ansu and Ninurta met. Ansu looked at him and shook with rage at him, bared his teeth like a Yumu demon. His mantle of radiance covered the mountain. He roared like a lion in sudden rage, in utter fury shouted to the warrior, I have taken away every single right, and I am in charge of all the gods' orders. Who are you to come to do battle against me? Give your reasons. Insolently, his speech rushed out at him. The warrior Ninurta answered Ansu, I am the avenger of Duranki's god, who established Duranki of the broad earth, Ea, king of destinies. I have come to battle against you, to trample on you. Ansu listened to his speech, then hurled his shout furiously amid the mountains. Darkness fell over the mountain. Their faces were overcast. Shamash, the light of the gods, was overcast by darkness. Adad roared like a lion. His din joined that of Ansu. A clash between the battle arrays was eminent. The flood weapon massed. The armor-plated breast was bathed in blood. Clouds of death rained down. An arrow flashed lightning, whizzed the battle force, roared between them. The powerful, superb one, Mammy's son, trusted of Anu and Dagon, beloved of the far-sighted one, set the shaft to the bow, drew it taut, aimed the shaft at him from the bow's curve. But it did not go near Ansu. The shaft turned back. Ansu shouted at it, You, shaft that came, return to your reed thicket. Bow frame, back to your copse. Bowstring, back to the ram's gut. Feathers, return to the birds. He was holding the god's tablet of destinies in his hand, and they influenced the string of the bow. The arrows did not come near his body. Deadly silence came over the battle, and conflict ceased. Weapons stopped and did not capture Ansu amid the mountains. 
He, Ninurta, shouted out and instructed Sharer, Repeat to far-sighted Ea the actions you have seen. The Lord's message is, Ninurta was encircling Ansu, and Ninurta, the warrior, was wrapped in devastation's dust. But when he set the shaft to the bow, drew it taut, and aimed the shaft at him from the bow's curve, it did not go near Ansu. The shaft turned back. As Ansu shouted at it, You shaft that came, return to your reed thicket. Bow frame, back to your copse. Bow string, back to the ram's gut. Feathers, return to the birds. He was holding the god's tablet of destinies in his hand, and they influenced the string of the bow. The arrows did not come near his body. Deadly silence came over the battle, and conflict ceased. Weapons stopped and did not capture Ansu amid the mountains. Sharer bowed, took the message, carried the battle dispatch to far-sighted Ea. Everything the Lord had told him, he repeated to Ea. The Lord's message is, Ninurta was encircling Ansu, and Ninurta was wrapped in devastation's dust. But when he set the shaft to the bow, drew it taut, and aimed the shaft at him with the bow's curve, it did not go near Ansu. The shaft turned back as Ansu shouted at it. You, shaft that came, return to your reed thicket. Bow frame, back to your copse. Bowstring, back to the ram's gut. Feathers, return to the birds. He was holding the god's tablet of destinies in his hand. And they influenced the string of the bow. The arrows did not come near his body. Deadly silence came over the battle and conflict ceased. Weapons stopped and did not capture Ansu amid the mountains. The far-sighted one listened to his son's words, called out and instructed Sharer, Repeat to your Lord what I say, and everything I tell you, repeat to him. Don't let the battle slacken. Press home your victory. Tire him out so that he sheds his pinions in the clash of tempests. Take a throw stick to follow your arrows, and cut off his pinions, detach both right and left. When he sees his wings and emits his utterance, shouts, wing to wing, don't panic. Draw tout from the curve of your bow. Let shafts fly like lightning. Let the wing feathers dance like butterflies. Seize him by the throat. Conquer Ansu. And let the winds bring his feathers as good news to Ikor, to your father Enlil's house. Rush and inundate the mountain pastures and slit the throat of wicked Ansu. Then shall kingship enter Ikor again. Then shall rights return for the father who begot you. Then surely shall shrines be created. Establish your cult centers all over the four quarters. Your cult centers shall enter Ikor. Show prowess to the gods and your name shall be powerful. Sharer bowed, took the message, carried the battle dispatch to his lord. Everything Ea had told him, he repeated to him. Don't let the battle slacken. Press home your victory. Tire him out so that he sheds his pinions in the clash of tempests. Take a throw stick to follow your arrows and cut off his pinions, detach both right and left. When he sees his wings and emits his utterance, shouts wing to wing, don't panic. Draw tout from the curve of your bow. Let shafts fly like lightning. Let the wing feathers dance like butterflies. Seize him by the throat. Conquer 
Ansu, and let the winds bring his feathers as good news to Ikor to your father Enlil's house. Rush and inundate the mountain pastures, and slit the throat of wicked Ansu. Then shall your kingship enter Ikor again. Then shall rights return for the father who begot you. Then surely shall shrines be created. Establish your cult centers all over the four quarters. Your cult centers shall enter Ikor. Show prowess to the gods, and your name shall be powerful. The Lord listened to the words of far-sighted Ea. He hunched in trepidation and went into hiding. The Lord marshaled the seven of battle. The warrior marshaled the seven evil winds who dance in the dust, the seven whirlwinds. He mustered a battle array, made war with a terrifying formation. Even the gales were silent at his side, poised for conflict. Tablet 3. Devastation. A heat wave blazed confusion. A tempest to the four winds. Weapons slew the protection of frost. Both were bathed in the sweat of battle. Ansu grew weary, and in the clash of tempests, shed his pinions. He, Ninurta, took a throw stick to follow his arrows, and cut off his pinions, detached both right and left. He, Ansu, saw his wings and admitted his utterance. But as he shouted, wing to wing, a shaft came up at him. A dart passed through his heart. He, Ninurta, made an arrow pass through pinion and wing. A dart passed through heart and lungs. He slew the mountains, inundated their proud pastures. Ninurta slew the mountains, inundated their proud pastures. Inundated the broad earth in his fury. Inundated the midst of the mountains. Slew wicked Ansu. And warrior Ninurta regained the god's tablet of destinies for his own hand. As a sign of the good news, the wind brought Ansu's feathers. Dagon saw his sign and rejoiced, called all the gods, and joyfully he spoke. The strong one has indeed slain Ansu on his mountain, has regained for his own hands the of Anum and Dagon. Come, let him come to us. Let him rejoice, play, make merry. Let him stand with the gods, his brothers, and hear their secrets, the secrets of the gods. Let Enlil of the gods, his brothers, bestow on him the rites. Enlil made his voice heard and spoke, addressed his words to Dagon. Water, when he, he took. When he slew wicked Ansu in the midst of the mountains, warrior Ninurta regained the gods' tablet of destinies for his own hands. Send for him and let him come to you. Let him place the tablet of destinies in your lap. Enlil made his voice heard and spoke, addressed his words to Nusku, the visor. Nusku, go outside. Bring Burdu into my presence. Nusku went outside, brought Burdu into Enlil's presence. Enlil made his voice heard and spoke, addressed his words to Burdu. Burdu, I shall send you, I shall. And then there's a gap of many lines. Ninurta made his voice heard and spoke, addressed his words to Burdu. Burdu, why have you come here so aggressively? Burdu made his voice heard and spoke, addressed his words to Ninurta, his lord. My lord and Lil, your father, sent me to you to say, The gods have heard that you slew wicked Ansu amid the mountains. 
they rejoiced, were glad, made me come to your presence and go to him that he may. From here, 34 lines are missing. Let him and Lil in his powerfulness gaze upon wicked Ansu and Ikor. Warrior, in your powerfulness, when you slew the mountain, you captured Ansu, slew him in his powerfulness, slew soaring Ansu in his powerfulness. Because you were so brave and slew the mountain, you made all foes kneel to the feet of Enlil your father. Ninurta, because you were so brave and slew the mountain, you made all foes kneel at the feet of Enlil your father. You have won complete dominion, every single right. Who was ever created like you? The mountain's rights are proclaimed the shrines of the gods of fates granted to you. They shall call upon Nisaba for your purification ceremony. They call your name in the furrow, Ningirsu. They designate for you the entire shepherding of the peoples. Give your great name as Daku for kingship. In Elam, they give your name as Hurabtil. They speak of you as Shushanak in Susa. Your name is Anus. They give as Lord of the Secret. Among the gods, your brothers, your father, who marches in front, they give your name as Pabalsog in Egalmoth. Call your name in Ur. Give your name as Ninazu in Ikurma. Duranki was your birthplace. In, they speak of you as Ishtarin. In, Zababa. They call his name. Your bravery much greater than all the other gods. Your divinity is surpassing. Wholehearted, I praise you. They give your name in as Lugalbanda. And E. Igigalma. They give your name as Lugal Marada. Your name is E. Isikil. They give as Warrior Tishpak. They call you of in, in Nima Anku. Your name is Kulab. They call Warrior of Uruk, son of Belit Ilil, your mother. Lord of the Boundary Arrow, Panagara. In E. Akil, they call. Your name, Papsukal who marches in front, surpassing are your names among the gods by far. You are thoughtful, capable, awesome. Your counselor, the far-sighted one, your father, Anu, battle and combat. He granted to you, called you, of there. From here, five lines are missing. Land of Hanigalbot, speedily excerpted, read, inspected, reviewed. That concludes the Epic of Ansu. I hope you enjoyed this audio recording. The Epic of Ansu plays an important role on our sister podcast, The Ancient Tradition. If you haven't given it a listen, I highly recommend you check it out. Just search for The Ancient Tradition Podcast. That wraps up this edition of Audio Writ. Remember in the words of William Shakespeare, knowledge is the wing wherewith we fly to heaven. I'm Jack Logan. You've been listening to The Ancient Tradition, a Wonk Media production.